Hello. 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 <laughs> Good day. Hello. It's Monday. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it is. It, it certainly is a day. It's a day in the week mm-hmm. that for some people is the first day of the week. Mm-hmm. For others is later in their week. And for others is even even later in their week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are all potentially true for you. So just sort of, you know, sort of uh, cover your ears on the part that doesn't correspond to you. I guess if you're wearing earbuds, this will be more complicated. Sort of take them out so that when you hear this, you are only hearing the part that corresponds to you. And I think maybe we could just do the whole episode sort of as a choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. So let me just go through the list of names sort of, hello, Chad. Um, hello, Rosita. Who else? What are other names? Oh, uh, hello, Preston. There we go. Uh-huh. Hello, um, uh, Arbuncle. <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if we're going to get Carbuncle, we've got to get... Hello, Monique. Mm-hmm. Hello. And that's it. Fresh. Fresh. Um, so- the, I forgot about fresh. Right. <laughs> now we've got them all covered. So, you yeah. know, just sort of, if you're one of those, you're good. And uh, we welcome you to the show. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on this personalized episode. Um, <laughs> which I know all of our listeners have names that fit those. Uh, uh-huh. So, uh, this is a Monday that followed a Friday that followed oh. a Tuesday. Oh, uh, in which things had happened. So, uh huh, uh huh. This the, is also a special Monday because um, this is the day, and this is the way that you upgrade your devices. Let's not forget that. Ah, yes, we've got we got a lot of special stuff happening in the past uh, six days. Um, we 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 got we got new stuff. We got stuff you could buy. We got stuff you can. Um, accidentally have running on your devices of your parents and then they call you and they're just like what happened to my thing <laughs> um so it's it's a really good day for everybody uh no 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 downsides and uh we we can celebrate that kind of stuff um and i know that keeps you busy this time of year mm-hmm. um, very busy mm-hmm. and i don't even know if you've had time to process and think about the news as much as you've had uh time to just say the news <laughs> so have you been thinking about uh what what's going on like what what announcements apply to you that you're excited about what what things do you feel like yeah. purchasing like what are what are the things that are going on inside of inside of micah's mind uh, well, and if you need to kind of cover your ears if you're not micah by the way <laughs> right take, exactly. take your air- airpods out because this is specifically the part of the podcast that's just for micah um no i i have had time to think about it and um i've sort of i i realize more and more that um the boring take and the sort of um uh what's the word i'm looking for the uh the 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 very steeped in tech take the sort of out of touch take Mm. um is to say wah 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 these uh latest devices aren't for me and i don't like that um but then there's also another take that is very important and we talked i think we talked about this all the way last year um when the iphone 12 came out and it was a certain um task that i not not task it was a certain feeling that i had that it was important to be mindful of my encouragement should it come to be of purchasing new expensive products because of the psychological nature of what we're all experiencing right now mm-hmm. and so i won't i won't go into the whole kit and caboodle of that i will just sort of uh a brief reminder is just that as we're all experiencing a low level of trauma each day uh, due to the pandemic and maybe losing people and all sorts of things, a loss of control that we've experienced, um, it is human nature to seek out control. And one of the ways that we seek out control is by 
making purchases because it is, as we see it, our money and we can use that money to acquire things that we feel then that is a, a modicum of, of regained control. And because of that, um, folks can be more driven to make purchases that maybe are not the best thing to, to you know, the best purchases to make. And so where before, I guess I would be because I love technology, I would be much more sort of enthusiastic about everything with no regard um, in in the beginning. Of course, once you get the product, you review it, da, 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 that that gets more uh, more professional, so to speak. But in in recent months, I have just tried to be more careful about that. And, you know, everybody ultimately is in control of their own destiny, and it's not my job to manage them. But what it is, it is my job to be uh, sort of introspective about my own behavior. So, yeah, there are two things to this. With all that said, um, for me as an iPhone 12 uh, Pro user and as an Apple Watch Series 6 haver, these new devices may seem like kind of, well, these are boring. There's not a whole lot that's changed between that. Apple is losing their joie de vivre, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, it's not, um, I think that it's disingenuous to, and a little bit um, uh, main character syndrome to think <laughs> that every one of these events is supposed to be for those of us who are the ones paying the closest attention to this stuff. And so with that, I think that these new iPhones are pretty cool. Um, you, they did a very heavy focus on um, improved battery life, which is something that everybody, whether you're a pro or you're a, a, a normo, um, would enjoy. Uh, and with the the new Apple Watch again uh one of the things that I'm super excited about is the ability to do um sleep tracking even better because of the fast charging that's available 8 minutes gets you 8 hours of battery life that's pretty doggone awesome um and then I have to tell you the device about which I am most excited and I absolutely scooped up like in the midst of doing all of the shows I was doing on that Tuesday was the new iPad mini. It is so, so cool. Um, it's just this like beautifully sized tablet that has all these new features and I'm really excited about that. And then I, I, on a personal level, and maybe again, this is the part where you pull out your pods on a personal level. There's a, a stinking green Apple Watch. So obviously, I'm very excited about the new green Apple Watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always get excited around this time because new iPhones means that everybody gets to get the newest version of iOS that some of us have been using over the course of the summer. And I love seeing that surprise and delight that my friends and family have when they get these new features and they're trying them out. And then suddenly they're able to join me in experiencing these things and playing around with them. So now shared for you is, you know, uh, amongst the whole group and FaceTime gets improvements, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about a lot of this, but I, th I guess, yes, if you're looking at like, I should definitely upgrade my iPhones 12 or my Apple Watch Series 6 to the latest one, if you were wanting something that was just going to blow you away, I think we're going to continue to be disappointed by that. If that is our um, our hope going into this, that that Apple will convince you to upgrade. And then many of us just begrudgingly do those upgrades anyway. Um I shouldn't say many of us. Some of us do those, but begrudgingly do those updates anyway. I do it like, I, and I said this, I think last year too, if I didn't have a job where these products were something that I needed to have for the job that I do, um, I think that I would have upgraded to iPhone 12, but I would not have upgraded this year to the new iPhone 13. And this is where... I would like to hear a super honest um, 
super real take or real sort of uh, answer to the question that I have, which is it's kind of been bugging me. Um, I look at my own personal use of the iPhone and I look at other folks personal use of the iPhone and they're, you know, making TikTok videos. Uh, and these are not, the, I'm not saying these in old man shouts at the cloud thing, uh, and old man shouts at the cloud way. I'm saying them just, just straight up like observations. Um, they use them to shoot TikTok videos. They use them to take photos of themselves, or they use them to take photos of family and maybe videos of family and uh, post to Instagram and those kinds of things. One of the big features that Apple is touting this year is this cinematic mode feature that uh, does this sort of faux rack focus um, where the, the the depth of field changes and you can change focus between someone in the front of the camera and into the in the back of the camera. And it made me think about how over the past couple of years, Apple has really been focusing on the video capabilities of the iPhone, including adding HDR uh, capture and, um, I don't know, all sorts of uh, magical codecs and H-bits and all that stuff that you know that I don't really know what it all means uh, precisely. And ProRes is coming soon to video, um, although I've heard that that's not even as good as the as uh, what's already there in some cases for video. But my question for you, Joe, is like, when you sincerely and genuinely look around at your friends and family and partner and others um, who use these devices, can you think of anyone who outside of maybe like right after the iPhone launches is shooting video on the iPhone that requires some of the features and, and, um, that, that like truly take advantage of that because for me i do i did shoot video that just automatically became hdr because i have that setting turned on but it's not like i then went and in, went into final cut and you know made adjustments to the hdr video and pulled out this and pulled out that and then i'm wanting to like do rack focus for some video where i'm just trying to show this cool waterfall that i saw um like who are these features for and do you know any of them any of the people who are actually going to be using these features outside of oh let me show this off for the first time because it's a cool thing and it just has me wondering if like people are taking full advantage of the video capabilities of the iphone because i think the photo capabilities make more sense but there's something about all of these video features that seem to be more for <laughs> taking what you shoot pulling it into and uh you know a video editing application and creating like actual movies or actual shorts or actual and at that point aren't people just using red cameras or dslrs or what have you to to do this and i just i haven't met anybody that really is wanting to make use of those features and so then it makes me go is this just sort of like an aspirational thing i don't know tell me joe okay uh, that was a long period of things leading up to that question. So I'm gonna yeah, sorry, <laughs> try, try to try to parse that. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that your observation that these features are not necessarily for a large swath of the population is correct. Um, I think that most people are interested in the photo capabilities of their smartphone devices, uh, as you noted, and that when it comes to video, there just isn't a compelling reason to use video a lot of the time. And when it is video, it kind of uh, doesn't matter how amazing it is because it is often handheld selfie video, uh, like front-facing camera stuff of like doing an Instagram Q&A or like, Oh, look, I'm going to try to hold the camera steady as I show you something in real life while music's playing in the background and it sounds like a garbled mess. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone needs to take advantage of these things, but they are 
like you said, it's an and something where somebody might be convinced to uh, spend the extra coin on this over the 13 mm-hmm. or over not upgrading because, oh, hey, I might have a slightly better video experience or something. But I think there are other factors people are going to be weighing more than the video stuff, especially cinematic mode. Um, I don't see the ability to control your fake rack focus uh, in this manner as being a differentiator. Uh, it, it is a novelty. Um, and as I've said before, when we talked about portrait mode, um, I don't hate on it because it's fake. I hate on it because mm-hmm. it doesn't do a great job. It's the execution part of it that always bothers me. The edges never quite work right. And with these features, with cinematic mode, I think more people are going to prefer to shoot 4K HDR, you know, quote-unquote Dolby Vision uh, footage than they're going to want to shoot 1080p. Uh, exactly. You know, 30 frames per second uh quote unquote cinematic mode videos. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the resolution is probably low because the quality of the edges is low. So why, you know, try to increase that? But I think people want the sharpness and the clarity uh over the shallow depth of field. But that's, you know, just a guess. Uh I I I don't see these things as discouraging somebody from purchasing it. Um you know, I don't, I don't see somebody being like, oh, well, I don't need cinematic mode, so I'm not going to buy that one. I think people are just going to, you know, buy it anyways for the other reasons that they like it and then just tend not to use those features. As for uh, Apple's emphasis on video features in total, um, they've been doing this for many years, as you noted, uh, where they are trying to really push it as a differentiator. Uh, and, and it's been successful, I think, to a degree, because... Um, I've seen write-ups on The Verge or whatever where they frequently say, oh, the video capabilities of whatever this Samsung phone is or whatever this uh, other Android phone is, they are not as good as the video capabilities of using an iPhone. Um, it lacks the ease of use, it lacks the refinements, um, that sure, it shoots a video, but it's not as good as the experience of shooting a video with an iPhone. Um, and so I, I, I get why maybe that isn't, an area that Apple would like to continue focusing on is just like, Oh, if you want to shoot video uh, on your smartphone, you want to go with this platform. Um, I think one of the things that Apple could do to really differentiate themselves with video uh, would be better video editing tools. And Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like what they've done with iMovie um, and the other built-in tools inside the photo app uh, for adjusting videos. I don't feel like those are, sufficient um if you're trying to really have control over what it is you're doing i feel like they're sort of um uh idiot mode um for lack of a better term the 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 emphasis on a a, uh, easier experience um removes control and uh it can be frustrating if you're somebody who wants to have that control and it can also um be annoying uh if well, like, like, you know, one of my pet peeves is when people uh, have taken a, a portrait mode shot of something that they should not have taken a, a portrait mode. <laughs> like uh, a glass. Yes. Yes. A wine glass, cocktail glass, um, you know, the straw of their McDonald's cup, Casey Liss, um, whatever it is that you're doing, and it just destroys that. And then they upload it because they're just like, wow, look at how, you know, how you know, soft the background is. That's all they really care about. Uh, most people really care about is like how soft the background is. And it's like, but this could be better. And these people who are uploading these things don't realize that they're uploading something that has like a big error in it mm-hmm. um, most of the time. And so it, it just kind of, you know, irks me in that way. It's just like, we still don't have any way to tell the photo app uh, or iMovie like, hey, that's not the edge of the thing right? Um, inside of, you know, so with the cinematic mode, it's just like, so you still have no control over telling it that it is wrong, um, that the glasses on that person's face um, should be on their face and not that corner of the glasses are, you know, blurred out to oblivion um, or that clump of their hair uh, is on the background and it should be in the foreground. You don't have any any way like to to 
do anything to influence the execution of it. You just have some you have the very basic tools. And yeah, I, and let me cut in here to mm-hmm. say, if, for those listening, Joe is talking about first party ways to do that. We know that there are third party apps that can make adjustments to the depth, um, the depth map, but no first party ways to do that is the complaint. And I agree. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if it doesn't bother you and whatever, and you just want your stuff to be all, you know, great uh, and out of focus and whatever, then sure. It's fine, you know. You could do 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 this stuff. I I I just don't see um, it being the the motivator that gets somebody to go from a twelve to a thirteen. But you know, I'm I've got an iPhone eleven, so it it's a you know a different argument because um, most right. people don't upgrade every year. Um, I was on the upgrade plan, and as we talked about last uh, fall, I saw no reason to uh, bother with what it was, you know, what was going on at the time. And so my upgrade plan has actually closed out. Um, and my phone is completely paid. So I'd have to rejoin the up- upgrade program if I wanted to do that every year, or I'd have to, you know, buy a new phone outright and decide if I want to trade in the old phone or whatever. But the, the, uh, the cost benefit situation is very different and for me, the video part um, doesn't matter. And to get back to what you said about uh, ProRes not being that great, the reason why ProRes is not really that great is because you, uh, it, it, the file sizes are enormous, which is part of the reason why the lower storage ones can't uh, use the feature. Not because they are incapable of processing the footage, because obviously it's the same chips, they just don't have anywhere to put it uh, afterwards um, because they're, the files are just massive. And the way that you try to get ProRes off of the phone uh, later is just not good. Like, you're going to airdrop it um, to your computer, uh, the several gigabytes of, of like a five-minute video or whatever that you did. I, I just think that it's um, it, it is a checklist uh, item um, sort of in search of... Uh, a reasonable situation to use it in. Uh, it, I guess it would be nice if you want the feature, but I can just see so many people out there who are just like, well, this is the professional one, so I need to turn it on because that means it's the best. And, mm, it's and they're just, not actually... That makes sense, yeah. yeah. Please, please don't do that. Um, you're just going to fill up your phone with a bunch of stuff that you don't need. Um, and as for professionals, most of the time, what professionals shoot in when they're shooting with a... a even a DSLR that they're they're doing video with or something like that or a mirrorless um, uh, system. What they're doing is they're usually shooting in log, um, some flavor of log, um, which is uh, logarithmically compressed uh, footage, basically, uh, where there's a curve that pushes down the information and to be to be in a, a smaller container um, and sort of prioritizes um, the shadow detail um, over you know, purely linear output of, of the the image. And so it's one of the things where if you were really chasing after pros, it would be nice to see Apple include something where it's just like, yeah, you're, you can shoot and log if you want to. Um, but they didn't do that. They have ProRes, um, which is different. Uh, and there are many differences between, you know, because the, the iPhone, I think last year, could it shoot... Uh, you know, H265 with 10 bit. Mm-hmm. And now your choice is to do that or with ProRes. And you're probably going to want to do the H265 anyways. And it's like, but what about the, the, you know, way the frames are processed in between uh, the blah, blah, blah. It doesn't, don't, don't, don't trouble yourself with that kind of thought process. If you're doing something that really requires a lot of uh, professional work, like if you were making something that is, like really seriously for a job, then you're going to want to still use uh, another camera than, than this. Um, and <laughs> it, it's just the reality of the situation. It doesn't mean that this is bad or like in a pinch that it would, you know, if you need to use this as like another camera um, just to, to get some shot real quick uh, while you're setting up something else or um, your other camera, you know, overheated or is full or something like if you need to just do something for a second with this, then sure, fine, whatever. 
uh, whatever works as long as it looks good. But I, I, I would not build an entire system around trying to like use this as the only method of uh, vi- video creation. Um, I just don't, I don't think that it is sufficient in that regard. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the impression that I got anyway, um, based on, I think, uh, reading some of what you had said and also, uh, what you folks had said. And then also about, um, the, you know, things that I saw on Twitter about it and my own expectations. And so again, it's just like, the what is the point of these features is 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 a question i'm always left with because Mm -hmm. if any serious pro looks at those features and says well i'm not going to be using those i'm going to use this instead and if any average person who wants to you know have one of these cameras is not going to be able to truly sort of take advantage of these things then are these just throwaway features that are there to sound cool and it's just sort of a whole marketing ploy i like is it that cynical from the inside do you think or is do you think that there's some level of like we really would like to have this thing that is a phone also be something that people can use to do cool things or is it all just marketing and um they are are sort of uh, convincing people to spend more money for something that no one's going to actually be able to use in a worthwhile way. Well, um, I wouldn't say it's purely marketing or it's purely cynical. Uh, I, I I do think um, Apple believes that this is a great way to make video content. Um, it is not the exclusive way to make video content like they don't shoot their entire keynote presentations with iPhones um it's not the kind of uh thing that they would do uh and until such a day as they do do that um then you know t- take some of this with a grain of salt but the uh the worth of it to a person to your average person like it's better to have this stuff than not have this stuff uh it's just most people are not going to touch or use any of this stuff. Um, and even if you do shoot a video, um, whatever just kind of is the default as you shoot that is going to wind up being what most people do. Uh, the way that that footage is processed and stored and saved and used later. Um, and in most cases, it's going to be for extremely casual things. Uh, like you said, though, there are people who are, you know, TikTokers and influencers and whatever that, you know, do rely on the video output of their smartphones. So it will more heavily weigh in their favor, but the average person is not going to care. It doesn't hurt anything that these features are like this. And it doesn't, um, it is not necessarily a price bump over what we saw for this pro quote unquote pro tier before. That's true. That in fact, that's part of the thing is that all of these are ranking in at the same so that yeah, I guess yeah, it's not it's not that cynical at least. <laughs> yeah, like if they did the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 13 Pro, and the only difference was that the iPhone 13 Pro shot ProRes uh, uh, and you know uh, did cinematic mode, and that was the only thing that was different between the two of them, um, then yeah, it's a little ridiculous. You would just get the 13, but you know there's different camera stuff between the two. There's other issues that are at play it's not it's not just a, like some weird software uh thing that's only on one device yeah um, in an artificial way so i'm I don't... super super excited about the um what's the word i'm looking for now i can't think of it uh super excited about the uh macro photography i like macro photography i think it's a lot of fun i like looking at macro photography but i have never sought out taking macro um yeah, I, I mean, I'm, you know, interested to see what people wind up doing with it. So go go for it. Go forth and be merry. But uh, I I just, I like the telephoto, the increased telephoto. Um, it's one of those things where uh, I like the normal and the regular telephoto on the uh, lens selection that, that we've had between the three lenses for years now. And to have a more, more telephoto, um, I think it's 
better. And uh, I never really got into the wide anyways, um, mostly because of the was uh, fixed focus. And it just I didn't really care for just the look of it. Everything's just so flat and weird. Um, But the uh, changes there are also interesting. So maybe I'll use that, too. Who knows? But uh, I, I think the value there between the 13 and the 13 Pro really is that set of cameras is just going to be great to use. Um, do you have any thoughts or opinions on the weird styles thing that they're trying to do? Um, it just felt like it was a, I guess the thing that weirded me out about it was that it didn't, they didn't do a good job of differentiating it from, um, the, just like the filters that, that you can do right now, uh, the, or the looks or whatever it is that they call them right now, where Mm -hmm. you've got, uh, vivid cool and all that. And I understand that it's different. Um, Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, pulled apart the photo and showed where it's happening in the image signal processor, but as a person who is not a photographer who sort of relies on my iPhone to capture photos. Well, uh, you know, do a good job of capturing photos and then let me uh, deal with it. I was just left a little bit sort of confused and how it was all that different from what they already had. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Did, is that something that you thought was cool or what were your feels on that? Uh, I think it's baloney too. I, it's, it's, you know, filtering, um, just a different filter pack of things. Um, and I, I hate, hate, hate those defaults, um, that they include. I I never use them. Um, they're ugly. Uh, and I don't think that they render anything appealing with the image. So I have to wait and see, like, if I get my hands on styles, maybe they're the reason why you'd want to, you know, use it is because it just doesn't suck as much as the other thing does. But, uh, (laughs) I I just really wish there was a better way to sort of have a customized um, uh, set of things that you like to dial on your images, um, where you could have these settings that you like to apply and you could apply them to, you know, these sorts of photos. And it could be your preferences as opposed to um, a, a bucket of things that someone else has made. Um, so I, I you know, it, it just kind of is a little, meh. um, but maybe, maybe it's just better. I, although I can't wait till open, uh, open the photos app. And then, uh, I assume it'll have uh, something in the effects suggestions area yep. where it'll be like, you should apply this style. You should apply this style. You should apply this style. <laughs> I don't want to mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's, I'm not down on it or anything on the, you know iphone 13 pro or right iphone 13 i just i still haven't even figured out what i'm going to do uh i do want to get another phone but uh when i realized that the initial delivery window was going to be when i was not going to be available uh to receive a package then it kind of took some of the pressure off because it's like well no point in rushing around um because I don't want it to arrive when I'm not here. Um, right. And uh, on the on the other hand, it gives me some time to think about it, but uh, I just, I don't feel the same. I don't feel the pressure that I did in the uh, 10, 10S, and 11 years to uh, get the latest and greatest. Um, you know, I feel like I'm more back in where I was with my iPhone 6 that I had for an extremely long time. Um, but uh I, I I do just I, I do want to get something. I just need to think about like what are my priorities really with this, um, mm-hmm. you know, and what color mo- most importantly. I got the Sierra Blue, um, just because it's the new new. Um, and oh, I will say the the pre order process this year was quite nice because it got even more. Um, it, it was even more intelligent and convenient in the way that you, well, for some people, I, I saw some people had trouble with it. But for me, uh, you could go in literally the day of the event um, and essentially where before there was some like pre-approval stuff that folks could do. And then most of the time, what everybody else did was they just 
sort of configured the iPhone that they wanted and they put a heart on it and then they could go in on the morning of and go through the process. This time, they let you configure your iPhone, uh, go ahead and put in your payment information, including the part where it would like prompt you to type in the, the code and everything and do the whole thing ahead of time. So all you had to do when the actual uh, pre-order started was tap on this area that was kind of that popped up at the top to finish your pre-order. So I tapped that. I think I hit two nexts or something like that. I, I don't even recall exactly how much uh, work I had to do. It was very little. And then I was done. It said, okay, your pre-order is ready. It all was, all was well in the world. Now, some people had trouble had trouble um folks who were using their apple card to order the phone um unfortunately some of them had issues making that happen uh depend yes exactly i i have no idea why that was the case but uh not a good look there cook um and then some folks had issues with the um with going through a cellular uh, carrier, which I'm not surprised that often mm-hmm. ends up being the case. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be, but often is. Um, so there were some problems, but uh, yeah, I was able to order the new color um, iPhone 13 Pro Max. I didn't go one terabyte. I just stayed at my 512. Uh, and it, yeah, I like I said, I waited and I think it was, I opened it up on my Mac, my iPad and my iPhone, and I think it was my iPad that ended up um, launching first. And there was no delay. Like last year, I remember there, I had to keep doing it over and over again uh, until it finally went through. This time, there was no delay or anything. It just immediately uh, w- went through the whole process, and it was good to go. Mm-hmm. And told me, you know, the day of delivery. And I even it even lets you if you wanted to add an accessory in the like on Tuesday when I went to set it up. I also chose the new green case that leather green leather case that they have to go with it. And when I, uh, you know, placed my order on that Friday at 5 a.m., five, I think it was like 5.06 a.m., um, it was all like it, it did that order as well and had that ready to go. So um, I was pleasantly surprised with the pre-order process this time. Uh, because in years past, even whenever you did everything right, there was always something that was not going as it should. And I mean, again, this year, that was the case for some folks. Uh, I guess I just lucked out with, um, my own, uh, experience and, uh, I don't know. So I wonder if there is, uh, something to be tuning in from California where the CDN isn't as far from the, uh, main offices, but mm, no, who knows? Cause it, it, uh, in the previous years um, where I've been in the iPhone upgrade program, um, the first year, uh, total disaster, um, <laughs> total failure of their uh, whatever the financial processor is that they use for that. Um, and uh, was it Citizen One or whatever? I can't remember the name of it. Um, they, oh, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they, they crapped the bed. Um, and <laughs> then they came out with the thing to make it a little faster because it would have you could be pre-approved for all the financial parts of it um, and have all your settings in place beforehand. But then I couldn't get the app store to work that time. Um, It was doing that thing where it just shows you the we'll be right back thing, even though everybody else is like on Twitter going, I ordered it going back to bed. I ordered it going back to bed. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, ah, you jerks. Um, But I don't know. It's kind of frustrating to hear you say that you had to set up all these devices uh, and one of them, um, you know, co- goes through faster than the other ones. Uh, I yeah, really... you would expect that they would all launch at the same time. I, yeah, that that always is kind of annoying that it that it's not just a there's every year there's not just a hey this works NBD. It's you got to figure it out every time. That's yeah, annoying. I mean, come on, Apple, like do some asynchronous I/O. I, I don't know what to tell you, like. The rest of the planet, we can we can order things, um, and you don't have to like refresh the device constantly and hope that you hit the server at just the right time and date and place uh, in order to get the one that it's actually going to connect and show you the store. Um, it's, it's bizarre, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, whatever. I, I I have plenty of time to, to think about it and to think about what I'm going to do because like 
do I want to go back on the treadmill of the iPhone upgrade program? It was easy, and I liked being on it, but like, do does it make sense to reapply for that? And if I do that, do I want to do it with an Apple card instead of, you know, the uh, whatever their uh, approval process was beforehand? Right. Because uh, I don't currently have an Apple card. And it's just like, well, I don't know. Like, what, what makes financial sense? And what makes... Um, recurring financial sense i guess uh because like what decision will i want to make next year uh mm-hmm. not just what decision do i want to make this year um that that's the only the only thing that I'm, i think i'm tripping on a little bit still and uh, to your earlier point about storage size i'm on a 256 so i need i need i need the 512 um i need it I need it real bad uh i turned on the don't uh, uh optimize apps on the device and that was um I want to turn that off again. I want to have all my apps there. <laughs> Having it just mysteriously delete things uh, is... Yeah, and then you go to try to use it, and it's like, oh, I've got to download it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a few occasions where it's like, oh, I have no connection to the internet, and I wanted to open the Solitaire app, um, but the Solitaire app doesn't exist because I wasn't using it because I had a connection to the internet beforehand, uh, and it decided that you don't use that often enough for it to exist. Um, but it also removed things like uh, identity uh, identity verification you know apps and whatever it restores all the settings every time you download it but at the same time it's just like could you could you not do that like could you like say like this is a certain class of application where it needs to stay on the device touch app yeah Yeah. don't remove don't remove google authenticator i feel like that should stay there um but yeah it's a it's a very very weird system and i I look forward to getting rid of it i because i don't want to turn on optimized photos um which would be the other thing to do because I like having a repository of all my photos and having them all on my phone. Um, where, whereas I know most people are fine with just downloading on demand. Um, it's not like I need all of them all the time. Uh, I just like to know that if something happened to the cloud, um, that I have all the stuff on the little brick in my hand, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, uh, whatever. I, I, I just gotta think, I gotta think. I yeah I mean and now you get to take your time that's quite nice you you get to determine for sure if you are interested in in uh or or rather what you know which one you're interested in and uh, if it makes sense to go now or wait or what have you and um yeah I mean I'm sure it's gonna arrive in November or something but uh you know I will will have had time to contemplate it (laughs) exactly yeah I um I was just checking in on my orders to see, and uh, it looks like, as per huge, the case will arrive earlier than the phone. Um, and I ordered the new MagSafe. Um, I've been wanting to get an Apple MagSafe wallet. Um, and then when Apple announced the new leather MagSafe wallet that had uh, Find My Integration but also that it came in green. <laughs> uh, I hopped on that as well. So I'm supposed to be getting the case and the the wallet uh, earlier this week. And then everything else is showing preparing to ship. So it is going to be nice to get the iPad mini and the iPhone on the same day as opposed to them coming on separate days, because I'll have that weekend to sort of test them out and mm-hmm. give them a go um, before the following Tuesday when I will do um, iOS today with Rosemary Orchard and we'll be able to talk because I think or I know she and I both got uh, the new iPad mini. So we'll be able to talk about that new device and um, then I'll be able to talk about the new iPhone. So yeah, that iPad mini is a cutie. It's so cute mm-hmm. and it's uh, really it's really powerful. Um, interestingly, because they stuck with the same um they didn't want to do an Apple Pencil Mini, so they stuck <laughs> with the same size Apple Pencil. Because of that, the volume buttons are now on the top of the device uh, as opposed to the sides of the device. So it's it's interesting to me because the um, sleep-wake button on the iPads are, are have always been called... Like on the iPhone, they're called the side button. On the iPad, they're called the top button. So technically, the shorter sides the shorter side of the iPad is the top of the device, but by putting the volume buttons on those sides, it almost makes it feel like it's uh, kind of blessed as a landscape style device, uh, as opposed to a portrait mode, which 
at that, uh, excuse me, at that small size, it's kind of this great little, um, you know, video viewer. And I just like it as this sort of notepad with the quick notes feature that's part of iOS or iPad OS 15. That's what I'm really excited about is to have this kind of little cute notepad I get to carry around with me. And I think that's where now my Apple Pencil is going to stay most of the time. And given that it's got the A15 chip in it, it's um, it's a little putt-putt power device for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really wish they would just give up on uh, portrait orientation being the default for iPads. Um, mm-hmm. It's bizarre, but whatever. Uh, the uh, I, I, I'm not going to get a mini, unfortunately. I just don't have a use case for it. I just think it looks it looks nice. Um, but uh, uh, watch is something I am contemplating because I have a Series Three. Um, oh, okay. And uh, I am sick of updating my Series Three because. I don't know if you're aware of this, Micah, but the Series 3 does not have enough storage to download oh, and install God. updates. Um, and uh, I just, I, I hate it. I can't believe that they're selling it as a brand new device to unsuspecting people uh, still in the year 2021 and into the year 2022. Um, it blows my mind. I feel like the features of the watch, you know, I don't really need an improvement on, on that part of it. I, I just, I, I, I want it to just, work um all the time what? yeah you want it to work that's a lot to ask hey I, I feel i feel like i'm trying to like burden the billion dollar company to make um <laughs> software updates install on my watch that they sell as new uh but you know uh, I'll, I'll i'll figure it out because i have no problem with the size or shape or anything of the existing watch i have it would be nicer to have the you know big edge to edge screen but i can't i never bought any of the watch models after the three. So I don't actually know how those ones would sit on my wrist because I have the large three, which is now I think basically sort of the footprint of the smaller one, um, as opposed to the large uh, watch, which I think is actually I'm concerned will be uh, a little too large on my, on my dainty wrist. Um, so I need to, I, okay. See, that's interesting because I also have dainty wrists and have that concern as well. Um, I, yeah, I wonder how it's going to, to look with that newer, because the one that I, you know, wear right now is okay, but it is on the bigger side. Um, but I just, the problem is I've got bands for the, Mm -hmm. the larger size and I don't really want to have to change bands um mm-hmm. that's that's the one downside so i'll probably keep doing that and i guess i don't know i'll get a get some wrist implants <laughs> uh yeah i uh for your case are you at all concerned about the uh supposed rocking of the case um of the the camera bump uh and all that uh, wait what there's case rocking what are you talking about yeah um uh was it nate botang um who i follow on Twitter. He got his case early for some reason, and uh, it, it doesn't lie flat on the table. Um, I think it was an Apple Silicon case, if I if memory serves. Um, I'll dig it up later. And the current it. iPhone uh, 12 case that I have, the leather one, does not lie flat either. No, um, my silicone one for my um, 11 has uh, the you know where the Apple logo is. Mm-hmm. It's raised compared to the rest. Um, really? I think they did that on purpose so it doesn't stick to surfaces. But like, if you put it on a flat table, you can kind of like spin it. <laughs> but, oh wow! Um, the but the lip of the case uh, covers the camera area, whereas with the new ones, the cameras don't seem super covered um, by that. And so I'm just I'm concerned. Uh, I'll I, have to see yeah. when I get it because the so the iPhone 12 leather case that I have from Apple, um, the side button and the um, volume buttons, they get an external they get external aluminum buttons. There's just an opening for the uh, mute switch. But the the camera array on the back has an aluminum um, sort of frame around the case itself has a raised aluminum frame around it that keeps the lenses from touching 
uh, anything. So mm-hmm. if the new leather case does not have that aluminum frame, that is a little odd. But that itself is what causes the rocking, that frame that's around the, the cameras, um, because that's the only raised part on the back of the device. So if it's rocking because of that frame, that's fine because it's keeping those lenses uh, from touching. But at the same time, Apple for a long time has made the lenses out of a sapphire crystal so that they are very, very hard and scratch resistant. Um, so I've, even whenever I've gone caseless, I've never worried about I always worry about the front glass because it does scratch. But um, I've never had an issue with my uh, the lenses on my camera actually scratching. In any case, though, I hope that there's still a lip on the case and I'll have to follow up on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as concerned about it being scratched. Uh, like you said, Sapphire. Um, I just don't want stuff to touch the lens and get on it because um, mm-hmm. then you have like little particles of things and you're just like, what's that fuzzy dot uh, in my photo? And the answer is something that was on a surface that you put your phone down <laughs> on. Um, so it's a nematode. Yeah. I would just like, you know, uh, to to have them not touch a tabletop surface is mm-hmm. is all. And when I put my phone down on a tabletop surface, I would like it to not do anything super strange. Um but uh, I'm sure it's probably fine. Um, it's just one of those hypotheticals that you kind of like think about. And you're just like, well, it's not going to be flat. So exactly how are they going to do it? Uh, so I will I will look forward to hearing from you about the watch size uh, on your on your dainty wrist and also the uh, uh, the flushness. Um, the f- yes, exactly. Of the of the, uh, the case and uh, camera situation. Yes, I will uh, keep everyone posted on that as I yeah. uh, give all of this new stuff a go. Um, it, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Again, I think I'm supposed to get it on Wednesday, so I'll be able to uh, report on that sooner rather than later. It does look different in the photos um, from the current model, so we'll see what that, uh, how that actually turns out. Mm-hmm. And until until then, until well, we're not going to be back on Wednesday, but until <laughs> until we talk until again. next time. Yeah, uh, um, Bart, Bart, Bart. No, wait, who was it? Chad, yeah. Gloria, um, Barnacle. I don't yeah, remember. Uh, so all of all of you out there who uh, had your <laughs> had your uh, your AirPods on the entire time, um, <laughs> you're rewarded uh, in that you can uh, go out there into the world and buy things you don't need either, so that you can have some modicum of control over your your life. Um, I think that was the big takeaway. Congratulations. That, that is the takeaway. Yes. <laughs> that is what we want. Oh, no. Actually, you can go forth realizing that um, I got a green wallet and a green case. But I should not have phone. done that. Oh, I should have done like green and gold or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>